You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Breaking Bad Season 5, Episode 13, Tahajuli. I'm John Comerford, joined on the studio here by Kristen Snyder. Hey, guys. Tamara Berg. Hey, everybody. Matt Lieberman. Good evening. And Phil's VTech will be chiming in from time to time and helming hello, this. Hello. Okay, so uh, in this episode, Todd ups his percentage to 76. Uh, we see Huel looks like he's joining a WITSEC program ostensibly, but we got to start at the shootout because we are still processing this. We just finished watching the episode. We haven't had any time to really think about it. What's your blood pressure? <laughs> <laughs> Through the roof. Uh, how do you how do you cliffhanger that? How is that a cliffhanger? I don't know. But you know, this is the beginning of the final four. Yes, of course. Episodes and and uh, oh, good lord! Seriously, I think we're gonna have a stroke. Somebody I, in America is going to have a stroke the, because the whole episode. I was tense. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. they were just bleeding it like crazy. I, I just need I need a massage, <laughs> like a week long massage, because I'm just I'm like cramped. Oh my god, Jesus! How many of the next like? Episodes are going to still be in Tahology. Like I feel like this is the war of Tahology. Tahajali, Tahajali. I know we're gonna yeah. butcher that. Our apologies to anybody who really knows how to pronounce it, but right. our best guess is Tahajali. Tahajali. All right. So, um, I first of all, I I thought the whole episode was terrific, but that shootout was so tense. And I don't know where you go from there. It's like, how are they going to up? The, they got three more episodes. How are you going to keep this pace? How are you going to keep this tension? How you, I mean, it's, they're going to have to keep topping themselves in the next yeah. three episodes. I just go, I don't know how. I don't get it. I don't know how they go, okay, here's how we do that. Yeah. I well, don't see I, it. I promise you they will. Oh, I know they will. <laughs> I know they will. Obviously, they're completely successful in their efforts. But I'm just going, man, I'm still – I'm charged. Look at that. I'm spilling water. <laughs> spilling water the, the worst thing for me was like as, as Walt's walking towards them and he's oh, getting yeah. arrested and then Hank calls Marie. And the whole time I'm like th- – they're hanging on this scene way too long. Oh, Something bad and is going to yeah. happen. And then when Hank says, I may not be home for a while. Yeah. We, yeah. All, we went, all gasped. Oh, oh, no. Never, ever say I yeah, might be out exactly. late. You know, I'm okay. just going to go pick up a pack of smokes. So a couple questions. Uh, you know, he, Walt calls uh, Uncle Jack and says, all right, don't don't come, don't come, don't come. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he shows up. And uh, he's shows up, I'm, I'm sure, to protect his investment because he wants Walt to cook for him. Right, exactly. But then when Walt is sitting there cuffed in the car, well, he does, I'm sure Jack doesn't see that he's cuffed, so to speak, but he's telling him, no, 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 no. So is, is it, why does Uncle Jack decide, well, let's just, let's throw down? The money. You yeah. think? You just said it, yeah. Yeah, you think it's all that? Because, I mean, all right, go ahead. You, well, he, he even said, Walt offered to triple the amount that he paid per head mm-hmm. uh, for the prisons, and he right. said, that's a drop in the bucket for what I could make off of you. He's he's protecting his investment mm-hmm. by any means necessary. But even though Walt, the guy that he knows is the mastermind behind this, even though he's, tell, he's, he's telling him to stand down. 
Yeah. So because he could be ruining a whole plan that Walt has put into action. I mean, he doesn't know. But that's the thing. He, Walt is not his boss. No, I know. But he also he knows Walt. I mean, look, he he did all Walt's figured. You know, Walt had okay. Here's what I need you to kill these ten guys. I'm sure Uncle Jack did. I don't think he came up with all that. How no. to do it. Well, I, I'm sure he played a significant role in planning oh, uh, it. Well, yeah, Walt sure. Walt doesn't but... know anything about planning prison murders. No, but he does know how to – okay, he's the one that said he needed to have it. I mean I don't think Uncle Jack said, okay, we're going to get this all done in two minutes. Well, no. He set the parameters, but it, mm-hmm. I think it's very much – it was Uncle Jack who who figured out how they were going to do it, who they were going to get to do it, yeah. the w- various ways sure. that the guys were killed. This is – Uncle Jack very firmly saying to Walt, because Walt's screaming, don't do it, don't right, do it, yeah. back away. He's saying, I don't care what you say, right. you're going to cook for me. Right. And uh, coming out into the next episode, if Walt, if Hank and Gomi don't make it, which... Mm. Mm, I mean, it's, <laughs> odds are. <laughs> odds are they won't make it. Uh, <laughs> I, I see Walt as captive mm-hmm. to these guys, chained to a lab. Yeah. And just cooking or, or ostensibly till the end of his days until he eventually escapes. No, I get that. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree with you on any of the greed part or the, that he's trying to say, okay, he's okay. cooking for me no matter what. No, I don't, not, not this. I'm just going, but there was no hesitation on that. I mean, this is the guy that, uh, I mean, I'm just saying he's Heisenberg. You know him as Heisenberg. There was, he tells you to stand down. He's f- frantically telling you don't do this. There, he, there could have been other reasons, and he doesn't care. Yeah. I th- well, I think he doesn't care. Yeah. And I think he's, you know, he's, a, strong arm Mm -hmm. and he's he doesn't come from smarts but what he does see is his cash cow floating away the minute he gets the call that says it's off he's like well now what am i gonna do live with 70 76 percent if you look at it in the right light (laughs) blue math no it's not gonna do it i have to have walt and so regardless i'm gonna go do it because Mm -hmm. i need him they were kind of waiting to take some kind of action. Sure. They were just at a bar. Uh, waiting for the call. They yeah. had their vests yeah. nearby. Ready to go. Absolutely. And then so the other thing is what, 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 what do you think is your thinking uh, about uh, why Walt decides to give himself up? I think he's out of options at that point. I mean, he's, right. it's either mm-hmm. you walk through the desert. Yeah. Un- he's done it before. He, he has, but – not with potentially helicopters and dogs just chasing seems, him. I mean, I'm going to just – that's the, I was going, what, he, now he's going to give up? He, he confessed. He confessed I know. everything. I, but that, I know that's a point. He has confessed, so he knows he's going and he's, he's not going to go on the run. He's not going to try to get out of this. It just seemed like he gave up too easily for me. There was a reason why he didn't kill Jesse, and it's yeah. the same reason why he told the Aryan Brotherhood but, not to okay. shoot Hank. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah, he didn't kill Jesse, but he ordered the hit on Jesse. Yeah, so right. he is, he is killing He's just Jesse. one step away from it. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between necessity and revenge, you know. It's 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 too he's too close to it and he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to pull the trigger on Jesse. Oh, yeah. I I get that. And he wouldn't be able to pull the trigger on Hank either. And Gomi's right. there with a big old shotgun. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying that, you know, I I just was I just thought it was so it was too easy for me. I was going, "Well, he's just going to get up and that's it." It was he's very unsatisfying. Well, let me let me throw this in the mix. This is what I was thinking. The name of this episode is Tahajali. Tahajali, which is an Indian reservation, right? As you know, John, because yes. I know of the script that you wrote, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> sovereign land. Yes, 
the state and federal laws of the United States yeah. do not apply there. Yeah. Do you think that has it, anything to do with, with what's going to happen in the next three episodes? Could be. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing I was thinking. I go, well, they made a point to be on... Uh, Wait, ex- yeah. explain that. So, well, on a reservation. So, uh, you know... Uh, Ostensibly, they don't have any jurisdiction. The DEA has the no DEA, jurisdiction. Correct. No. That's correct. So um, he, I was thinking, okay, he's doing this because they can't arrest him on. Yeah, with, that's why he said. That's what I was. When, when well, Frank that's why Hank was saying we'll, we'll place, call probably. the tribal uh, police. Tribal police. as we're leaving, right? Because uh, they obviously didn't know where they were headed when they first went uh, chasing after him. Right. So I'm going, okay, there must be something there legal that, that he's going to – I thought maybe that's why he's giving himself up so easily because he knows that uh, this is – you know, I, I, it's, it's not a cut-and-dried uh, arrest because he's on tribal land. But the, the confession – I can't imagine yeah, that I the know. confession would not be admissible because – he yeah. can, it doesn't matter where Excited in the world you over, are. You know, but is it one of those states where there's, you can't uh, record somebody unless they have their permission or whatever? Maybe that's an admissible. I don't know if that's one of those things in that state, one See, of those laws in that state. Go ahead. I personally felt that it was anything but easy. Uh, he had he was out of cards to play. See, yeah, that's the part. I, that was just the one thing I didn't buy. But that, didn't, you, didn't you believe the panic that he was oh, going absolutely, through as he was driving? Absolutely. And, I just felt and, because of the panic and because he'd said all that stuff, I was like, I know he's out of options and that's but I, I just didn't think he had, I, he had he has so much hubris that I would think that in some way he would either think that he could get out of this or I don't know run away from it or something. But it just like he, I just for me as I'm watching it, I get all the reasons you're giving. But as I'm watching, it, I'm going. He just got up and gave, dropped his gun and got it red. That's it. Well, I found it like very unsatisfying at first. But did you guys feel like the uncles were always going to come? Like, oh, Because that's what I was waiting for. It was like play by play. We were waiting there like way I, I too didn't, long. I didn't yeah. either. I didn't either. I, I thought he was going to finagle out of it in some way. That's why right. you know, he must be. He must have a plan. Mm-hmm. He must have a plan. That's why he's doing this. I mean, he I, was crying. I yeah. don't remember the last. Yeah, time no, we I saw get that. that. I got that. But tier. I also you single tear. But I also in that I was I was thinking that he that's significant. It took it took, him, it took him a while to finally come out. I'm going in that time. I, th- I was thinking, uh, you know, because he's always coming up with right. some sort of plan. And I was thinking, oh, he's got he's got something up his sleeve right now, and he's just doing this as part of because he needs to get to the next thing. In order to do that, he has to get out of here. I, That's what I was thinking. I personally, I just I saw how hard it was for him to walk out and mm-hmm. how cowed the fact that he was beaten, mm-hmm. written all over his face. Like mm-hmm. to me, that felt earned. Like at some point, you can't get out of everything, no matter how smart you yeah. are. And it was either, you know, have a little bit of dignity and and give up ultimately when you know that you're beaten or get found, you know, dead of dehydration in a ditch mm-hmm. somewhere. You know, crows pecking at you. Well, uh, you know, the big thing always on everyone's mind is all these videotapes, confessions, yeah. you know, yeah, that's how that's going to come into yeah. play. And also, I mean, it's a very specific line that um, – Walt said, you know, his first line after having his rights read, coward. Coward, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it invokes something in Jesse. And so, uh, you know, if there is a play, it's, you know, against Jesse because he knows Jesse ultimately is a screw up. So by calling him coward, he thinks he might get to to him? Uh, I don't know what the game plan is, but I think think that was perhaps part of the plan Uh because it seems too emotional to. Yeah, because. you feel like he was trying to get Jesse to recant testimony? I mean, at that point, he's he's dead to rights. He's confessed to everything. Well, Walt, now Walt tells Jesse that he's the coward because he's, in, uh, you know, enlisted Hank's help. But yeah. then isn't he also a coward because, you know, he 
called the uncles, and he put that the hit out on Jesse. So it's not like either one of them were taking care of business. Yeah, I'd say he was more of a coward for pulling the confession videotape ploy. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was a very cowardly, dastardly move. Yeah. You're very effective, though. You have to. Oh, incredibly <laughs> effective. But uh, not really doing him yeah. much good now. Although, ultimately, if if Hank dies in this shootout, mm-hmm. right, and then the tape comes out, yeah. uh, Hank's not yeah. able to, uh, to defend, defend himself. Yeah, he's, he can look horrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then the, that could be the end of it right there. They could also say that Walter White died and his and body was never found. We're only assuming that they recorded this whole thing. I mean, of course, you would think they recorded the phone call where he admitted to all this. Right. Sure. Walt confessed to half the things that he's been accused of. But uh, then they blow up the trucks. That's but, true. Yeah. So we don't know where that evidence, if they actually recorded it, assuming they right. did. But where is it? And if it's ever going to see the light of day, we don't know. But here's the thing, right? Yeah. So uh, in the flash forward, the neighbor was shocked to see Walt. Yeah. And I think it's shocked to see Walt alive. alive. And I think uh, he's never seen by his family again after this after this uh-huh. shootout until the flash forward. I think I think he's dead to the world. Oh, you, you th- th- oh you think he's? Okay, I, I, th- I think that's uh, actually in keeping because the last you know before he heads off, he's holding the, the daughter. Right. There's Walt Jr. having yeah. a one day, They're having a one day. Yeah, you exactly. know, and so the whole family's together, and yeah, I, th- I think that's in keeping yeah. with everything. See, when I saw when when he came home and the neighbor saw him, I didn't think it was just that they didn't expect to see him or see him alive. I just thought they realized who Heisenberg was, and oh my God, he's standing right yeah, in front of that's me. Yeah, that's that's how I took it as well. Yeah, not that he was actually ever that's dead. That's not Walter White. That's Heisenberg. Exactly. So, it. but but it could be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It could be either way. Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah. both. So, or right. both. <laughs> well, I want to get into Jesse's plan because last week Jesse said, I'm going to hit you where you live right. or get you where you live. Mm-hmm. And so we were uh, wondering what that was all about. We all had our different ideas. And clearly Jesse thinks that where Walt really lives is the greed, the money part of it. And he was right because mm-hmm. they come up with the whole plan. And that, of course, involves you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which leads us right to Huel. I just want to talk Huel because I just love the character. Yeah, and, and uh, you know it's good to see him, <laughs> even though you know you know he, barely, he just kind of a stepping stone to get everything else. But it was great. His wheezing sounding a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Like he was not breathing that heavily yeah. this episode. Well, he didn't have to move too much. He was sitting down. That's and, true. But yeah. even like sitting in Saul Goodman's office, he's usually just. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the air conditioning, the dry oh, desert heat. Really yeah. good for him, I want him to get the spinoff, not Saul. I want to. <laughs> I want to see him like in in a snazzy apartment in a city, trying mm-hmm. to make good. You know, <laughs> owning a record store. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's because of Huel that they find out, of course, that the van was dirty. There's a shovel. There's big old 55 gallon drums that they hit or everything. So they get seven just of a, them. Absolutely, just enough information. To, and then, of course, it takes so Hank takes over from there. It's just a masterful Pretty clever plan. plan. Yeah, right? great yeah. plan. Great plan. I mean, it, as we're watching it, we're all just. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> nice yeah, so we, you know, and we, we we always think of Walt as thinking ahead, doing the chess uh, pieces and stuff. Hank, nice. Yeah, way to pull that. It out. was kind of just like the video where there was enough truth in it to make them believe it, but there there was obviously lacking truth, and you know, but he didn't know that. But it was mm-hmm. just like that story was a reply to the video. Yeah, well, it, it, when he said, "I'm going to hit you where you live," it's yeah. just so true. Like it, it's so right it was on, it was the one nerve, the one piece yeah. of evidence. Evidence, the thing that he was trying to leave behind for his kids, yep. he could take th- no risk mm-hmm. that it that it was a lie. Yeah. Like, and I mean, there was no reason to doubt it other yeah. than the dirt. Weren't you a little suspicious though that that Walt took the bait so quickly? Uh, or were you? I mean, you specifically, John, because I, 
it seemed like you well, were kind of not on board. No, well, you know, because uh, two things were going through my mind because they did they used the uh, first phone text or photo text, whatever we want to call it, with the brain matter and Jesse lying on the floor. Right, it was very effective with Huel, and I, I didn't, I had, had no idea why the brains were getting smeared on the floor and the blood and everything. I was going, what? That, the hell? that was too. so funny. It was. It the, was great. But the picture was so obviously fake. His yeah. head is still intact. Yeah, it's just it's such a dumb. I know, picture. but. But it was it worked, and I'm just going okay. I can see it working on Huel, but on then Huel, it, right. and then I was going. They went to the photo text again. I'm going. Usually, you don't see that in a show where you know you, you use same the same bit twice. twice mm-hmm. But you know, I guess you know if it worked once, it worked twice. But it worked on Huel, and you kind of see why it could work on Huel. But I was like, wow, he they really primed uh, Walt for that. And I was I was uh, I was a little uh, yeah hesitant on that one too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it clearly got to him, and it right. was first of all, it was just great energy, great sh- shooting. I mean, the, the the cinematography on that was wonderful. The excitement, mm-hmm. the, the the music, everything. No, How fast sound was he driving? Oh my god, that was and great. all the red lights. Every light yeah. was red. He got to. There were no green lights, and yeah. he just blew right through. Yeah, yeah. And I was just. <laughs> but you know what? That is the one thing that potentially could read false. Like now that I think about it, mm-hmm. is uh, Saul told him to invest in one of those yeah, uh, trackers. Trackers, uh, right? Yeah. So if there was GPS in the van. I imagine he would have found it and destroyed it, much like he destroyed his own GPS. Right. Um, which, another thing, yeah. right? Tahajali is where... Another thing. Another thing, yeah. right? Well, no, it's just like, Jesse looks around, he's like, this is the place where we had our first yeah, that, cook. That was like, Why would Walt have needed the GPS yeah. in the first place yeah. to right. find it? Well, I, be, I the think it's because to tell someone else. To, yeah, I think that's why, that's he, why, uh, that's why he did that. Yeah. But that, that for me, that part of it where I was going, what, why, you know, here's Walt... That seemed to me a mistake. Why go to the same place that you've been that that somebody else knows? Obviously, Jesse knows that place. Not that he would ever put it together, but if Jesse ever learned that he buried it out in the desert somewhere, I was thinking right there when they were talking about it, Jesse's going to go, I know where it is. I feel like it's another leaves of grass moment where mm-hmm. he just he feels he's lulled into a false sense of security. When he chose the location, that would be consistent. Mm-hmm. Then when he, when he chose the location, you know there was no reason to believe that Jesse would ever turn on him in such a violent fashion. Yeah, but he was always so worried about Jesse. And let's face it, just like everybody thinks Marie's a loose cannon, Jesse has never, especially as of late, the last season, yeah. for sure, he has not necessarily been on his side. Yeah. So I was—I was just thought that was weird that he went to the same place to bury it. Well, I mean, and everything does look so much alike in the desert. It would kind mm-hmm. of be like yeah, you know a Jesse needle in a remember? haystack. True, really. True. I mean, you can like see everything goes on forever. Yeah, it's the same. But place, how did he recognize of, it when but... he was there? That was—I was like, wow, he recognized that place. I mean, it didn't seem that indistinguishable from everything else, or distinguishable. Excuse me. Right. What, what were, like, Jesse's thoughts? Because he, at first he was kind of, like, reminiscing, oh, this is where we went for our first cook, right? And then I feel like he didn't really turn until, you know, Walt called him, like, the coward. So what were you guys thinking? Well, I mean, he, he seemed to have a big smile on his face. Yeah. He was, mm-hmm. he was happy about the whole thing, that this guy's finally going to get But also, like, a certain amount of he was stunned. You know, he yeah. looked yeah. a little mm-hmm. shocked. Like, that it yeah, that Heisenberg might happening. be, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pleased, but shocked. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure on some level he thought that there, he might never see this moment. Yeah. That Walt sure. actually, and also that he was probably just as shocked as we were that Walt was surrendering. Yeah. You know? I'm sure they all thought it was going to go differently. Or not as easily, so to speak. Sure. Well, Gomi did bring that huge shotgun. Yeah. You know, kind of going back to the how this is all going to play out thing, the fact that Hank and Gomi are still the only two people that know 
who know this is happening yeah. it, and they you know haven't called yeah. haven't called for backup haven't told anybody else except Marie yeah. except Marie but Marie doesn't know where they are and, and and even if she even if they were to die and she tells them they're going to go uh, you don't have any evidence and we don't know what you're talking about and you right. so who's going to believe her right yeah. You call the office first, wife second. Absolutely. There you go. No, you call the tribal police first, office second, wife Wife third. third. There you go. Yeah. Okay. This, I'm writing that down. Lessons yeah. learned. Should I get that? Yeah. And there. So why did he call Murray first? Well, I think it's just because you know. Uh, first of all, he hasn't told anybody else. So to yeah, tell he, them he now, he, who is else gonna, is going to? He'd call? have to explain mm-hmm. a hell of yeah. a lot on the mm-hmm. way in, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because of what they've been through, they both saw that confession and where that put them emotionally as a couple and the whole thing is going, okay. And, you know, Marie says, I'm better now. Yeah. So he was trying to uh, allay her concerns or whatever. Sure. I well, guess. and he loves her. Yeah. And, and, he, and he's bragging a bit. Yeah. And yeah. he's, I got mm-hmm. it done. Yeah. You That's know. what happens so. when you brag. He's proud. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he turns to Gomi. Do you want the, you want to take the pleasure? And he goes, no, this one's all, all yours. yours. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he, he I mean, the, he, those words coming out, I mean, he loved that. You, you know, you have the right to remain silent. And, and again, he loved doing, that. doing it on the reservation doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that, well, anyway, we'll have to do some research. Fortunately, we didn't have time because we just. Right. Because we came right, right after. So, yeah. But, but it's, it's not an especially large community. It's, it's like, uh, 120 something square miles. This is Tahajali, we're and, about. Yeah, Tahajali, 120 something square miles. And uh, in the 2000 census, only about 1,600, 1,650 yeah. people mm-hmm. live on the entire reservation. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I'm still. Take a break. Take, Even yeah. in this discussion, I'm getting all keyed up. Deep breath, everybody. Wow. Seriously, though, getting that massage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about is Walt's confession. I just love that they had all these confessions. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've seen him all these fake confessions. Uh, you know, from uh, uh, well, you, you obviously you've watched the show. You've, show you've seen him, but in this one, that that the the. The, the rawness of it and the fact that it's been hold, held for so long that he hasn't said anything to anyone about this and it all just came pouring out. I thought that it was – and Jesse doing a great job on the phone just goading him into it. Yeah. And I'm going at any point – I'm going – at some point I, w- I was waiting for him to realize what the hell was going on. Right. Uh, you know, of course, he didn't uh, he finally realize this when he gets there and Jesse's not there. But I, I was hoping some point – at some point as he's driving – he realizes what the hell's going on. And he stopped. I was hoping that so that they yeah. wouldn't ever get to that place yeah. where the where the money was. And did anybody? Did you guys have anybody have the same kind of thing that they? I was hoping. Shut up, Walt. Just shut up. Exactly, because he just he wouldn't. He was confessing to everything. Yeah. And Jesse's his blind spot. You yeah. know, it's the one thing everyone was telling him he's going to yeah. turn on him, and he's like, no, he wouldn't do that. He's a loose cannon, and yeah. he's confused. But well, he, he even protects. He's protective of Jesse when they when Uncle Jack calls him a rat. He's yeah, like, he's, he's not like, a rat. He's no, not a rat. Right. He's, he's, just he's just confused. confused, and he won't listen to reason. Yeah, and he's so protective of him. And, and yet still puts a hit out on him. And right. Because oh he's got but a good business. But a painless hit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, no pain, no fear. <laughs> That's right. Kill him. Quick, absolutely. And don't do, in front of the, don't do it in front of the woman or his, her child. Don't yeah. Care. I feel like if he hadn't been trying to get a hold of Jesse so long, maybe he would have thought about more what he was saying during the call. But it is like 
he had been waiting for this call, and so at that point, especially the you trigger think of Walt the money, had been waiting for that call. He had been waiting to hear mm-hmm. from Jesse. You know, he w- sure. we saw him last episode going to that meeting, and then uh-huh. Jesse backed off, and then going to Brock and Andrea's, mm-hmm. and he, you know, did, couldn't that didn't work. So I feel like he had been waiting to like say all these things, mm-hmm. and it was. You know, he felt this was the only time, and especially with the thought of the money burning in the back of his mind, that was all he needed. I just like all those rationalizations to try to, get, <laughs> to, to listen to him. You know, during so. the confession? Oh, during the confession. Yeah, yeah and they're all in his mind. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you know I had just the right yeah, amount exactly. of poison for Brock so that he wouldn't actually die? I, know, I like, did it all for you. Yeah. It's it's like it's like a father pleading yeah, to his son. Yeah. yeah. And even when he says you're so stupid, I mean, that is kind of like a dad who's disappointed in his kid. Yeah. I built this business for you don't you understand yeah exactly yeah um but can we talk really quickly about the scene at andrea's because that was just i was just like you slime the whole time i'm just cringing that he's in that house he he should not have the right to look at that kid in the eye and he's right there and how about brock i mean his reaction it's almost like i'm reading this guy i'm going does how could that you guy know? possibly know? But it, it's, that's what it seemed like, didn't yeah. it? Kids yeah. are intuitive. He just yeah. knows something's knows something, wrong. Yeah, something's wrong with this bald-headed He's guy. He's too nice, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think the the name Jesse is still, like, sensitive for him because he was, like, growing attached yeah. to him and then Jesse just True. dropped right. him like a Good bag point. of, you know, old grass. <laughs> <laughs> no one has that. No, I, 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 dropped, I, my, I dropped my bag of grass very fast. Yeah. You don't save your old <laughs> grass? No, I don't. No. I don't. It's it. mulch for new grass. Exactly. Yeah. But I drop it fast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm writing that one down too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the, a couple of other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, obviously, Lydia's back and she's very disappointed in the, the non-blue uh, of the uh, meth. Mm-hmm. But I just liked uh, – I just want to talk briefly about how they did that in production design because yes. obviously the, the, there was no blue in this. She was wearing the blue. Mm-hmm. When we see Walter later on, he's wearing his – first one, he's just wearing all the uh, – Khaki, beige, beige and khaki, mm-hmm. and he has a white shirt on. The, the his khaki jacket has a blue lining in it, very close to him. And then, of course, in the next scenes and throughout the rest of the show, he's wearing the blue, blue shirt. shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for me, it's just representing. Okay, he's getting pulled back into that meth world, and he is going to have to end up cooking. Yeah. So, um, also love that opening shot of the meth. Uh, yeah. you know, formulating into the crystals. Right. The yeah. POV of the meth, yeah. essentially. And it's just that gross, dry, cloudy color. Yeah. Ooh, gross. Gross yeah. meth. I totally Ugly meth. would not do that. I would okay. not do that meth. The other no. one I would, but I would do, not do that. No, it's yeah. not a pretty meth. No. no. Not at all. I, when I it's think meth, meth, I want pretty meth. <laughs> I want glamour. I want stars in my eyes. Sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkle meth. Um, but I, I loved that whole scene, you know, and like Todd with his oh, creepy, like, God, is he he's, he's so oh attracted to oh, Lydia, yeah. but like in is that he? perverse way. Oh, yeah. yeah but, but it was just like the spider thing, though, how mm-hmm. creepy he was with the spider. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's like this. He just got really close and yeah, just like way too just a close. little touch. Yeah. And then like rubbing the, <laughs> the, the lipstick, lipstick and then off drinking from, the from her lipstick. Oh, you God. know he licked it as soon oh, as he went God. into the room. I'm I don't sure know if it's so much like attraction as it is just like he's insane and crazy like Silence of the Lambs and uh-huh. just kind of like worshipping of like females I think, I don't know. I, I think he it's a trophy I think he kept exactly. the cup along like he kept the spider he's probably oh, totally. got that in, oh, yeah, yeah. his little shrine now <laughs> I wonder if we get to see where 
Todd keeps his trophies. I don't know that. Like before the end of the series. I hope That's so. That's a spinoff. Well, no, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, it, what if it somehow it. plays into Walt's escape from the Aryans? Yeah. He finds some things in there that yeah. he's able to use as weapons, like the tarantula. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And the lipstick mug. Well, if he shatters the mug, and that would be a great callback to the shattered plate from the first season. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Some of them are stretches. I'm just (laughs) going to say that. Sometimes it's a stretch. No, but what do you guys think? Do you guys think that Todd is really actually attracted to this woman? Or do you think it's more of like he's like this serial killer, like nutcase? I think think it's both. Yeah, no way. I think Todd's just attracted to any sort of power. Interesting. He's, sure. Well, okay. think about it. Walt. Yeah. His uncle. Yeah. Right. Lydia. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so it's just it's he has point. a weird fascination with those things. And yeah, with Lydia, she happens to be a female, so there could be a sexual component because he, now he has yeah. a, a physical outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas before, you know, it's just more mentally stimulating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a weird guy. He's, yeah. he's, he's a weird strange. guy. I'd indeed. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just And every time he's on camera, you, I just go... What's he gonna do now to weird me out? <laughs> How about his little toy gun that they gave him? Yeah, I know. We were all st- we all started giggling when, <laughs> when they cut to his close up, the look on his face while he's shooting. <laughs> he might be the most okay. interesting character that we don't know. <laughs> I don't think you can ever know this guy. I mean, he's just, just he's a cipher. He's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, could be. Yeah. All right. What was the other thing? What else we got? Saul coming to the car oh wash. Oh my god! Yeah. So First funny. of all, yeah, the whole thing with the, you know, of course, uh, Skylar not wanting her kids to be at home. She's very mother hen, protecting them, yeah. wants them inside at all times. Having a one day. Having a one day. <laughs> so it's Walter all about Jr. branding. Calling uh, back. Oh to yeah, the that limit. was the other thing. Oh, the yes. branding issue. Yeah, because they, we saw that with Lydia saying the blue is the brand, and then mm-hmm. of course we go into the car wash and. Why are we doing the A1? I was thought that was nice, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know where they're going to go with that or if they're going anywhere else with it, but that was a great callback. Yeah. Uh, Just Saul coming in and and uh, sort of enchanting Walter Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, the sm- guy on the billboard. <laughs> the smile on his face was a mile wide. Oh, yeah. my yeah. gosh. He'd never met a celebrity before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that scene was so hilarious. The one, I think, one of the, like the great achievements of this episode for the level of tension that they were able to build. The brief moments where oh, they were able oh to break God. it were so necessary, yeah, especially um, that. Yes. Yeah, that and, was the, because you know, when, uh, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, what is it? What's the catchphrase? Never call Saul. No, always yeah, call better call. Better call. Better Thank call you. Saul. I can't believe I didn't forget. Remember that? Don't drive drunk. Yeah. Don't drive drunk. I felt like that was foreshadowing. Saul. But I just love the way uh, you know Walt just. Runs in, he's got Holly in his arms. And then he darts back yeah, out. Exactly. Now, wait a second. So you think Walt Jr. is going to call Saul at some point? I do, because it's like his celebrity. Like, yeah. he was like, yeah, they have a connection. Guy. They did. And he's they got had a, a moment. And he's like, don't drink and drive, but if you do, call me. And, I mean, Walt Jr.'s eyes just lit up like he wanted to go drink and drive right then. <laughs> <laughs> well... That absolutely could be a possibility. I mean, that that would that would make sense. And it feeds when into Walt Junior gets in trouble. Yeah, it feeds into the theory that he's doing math or he's up to something. Mm-hmm. You know, he's broken br- bad in his own way, right, getting so into trouble. You well, had just, a question. What, what was he saying to uh, his mother when he wanted to leave? There? Right, he like wanted he, to go home and he, chill and and go do, go get some stuff. So, do you think that's him? That's a little foreshadow of him wanting to go get some meth or something. I, what, I think that if he was doing drugs, because it's one of those theories that like I'd never considered. Mm-hmm. But the more I think about it, the more I like it because mm-hmm. yeah. he's so pure, right. yes. you know. 
um, is like, yeah, he had to leave all of his drug stuff behind at the house and hasn't had an opportunity uh, to go get it because his mom has been watching him like a hawk uh-huh. to protect her kids. That's the only reason why she's why he's at the. Uh, at the drive or at the car wash in the first place you know she never had had any interest in him working there before but she's trying to keep him safe so she's keeping an eye on him and I I bet that he probably does have something back at the house that he really would like to have right about now (laughs) (laughs) oh that's heartbreaking to think I know but but, yeah all right. wasn't there an interview um, I read earlier this week I can't remember where it was talking about oh no uh, a fan tweeted tweeted to us um, 10 abandoned plot lines from Breaking Bad oh yeah from Entertainment Weekly Weekly, uh, article yeah yeah and one of them uh involved Walt Jr. Uh, breaking Bad, I think, in, like, the first season, like, doing... So- I can't remember for the life of me what it is, and I'm, I'm pissed that I can't. But the writers said that it was it was far more rewarding story-wise to keep Walter Jr. pure. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if he remains pure through the series, or if we discover at the very end that he's been up to some stuff. I, well... It's just a thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also have a bunch of other thoughts that we got. I mean, everybody's writing up on the boards. Uh, I'm just going to go through a few. By the way, uh, we'd love it when you guys write in about your own theories and you want to share them. Please continue to do that. Go to uh, AfterBuzzTV.com. You can go do it on YouTube. You can do it on iTunes. You can tweet us. You can tweet yeah. us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What did we get? Oh, here we go. Um, I got, got Eric from the Netherlands. From the sent, Netherlands, Sent yeah. an Ooh. email Ooh. Um, about Badger and Skinny Pete potentially coming back yeah. as um, possibilities for witness of Heisenberg. Because, so thank you, Eric. Yeah, and Skinny Pete, we still have, we, uh, how are we doing? As of now, we are confirmed. We are cons- confirmed. Skinny Pete will be joining us on next week. Next all week. right. Yeah. He will be in the studio. So we'll get to ask Skinny Pete all kinds of things if he's coherent. I and, mean, you know, we'll <laughs> have, make sure we have a lot of pizza and something else uh, right. to keep him occupied. Doritos. <laughs> Video yeah. games. So if you have Matt, talk Star Trek with him. Yeah. Yes, we'll start, <laughs> I'll t- we'll talk hey, Star Trek. Star Trek was more Badger's bag. Yeah. But I'm sure I'll be able to, to go round for round with him and you know just to finish that note that's actually what um, Eric from the Netherlands was talking about that that um, and a couple people have actually mentioned it I think it was also on our YouTube page Mm -hmm. people saying that the Star Trek moment seemed to have as they usually do have a little more import to it there might be some other reason besides comic relief for that being in Mm -hmm. the episode so we'll see about that you've got some more John yeah uh, Lisa James wrote and she speaking to that point when Hank said that this is in last week's episode when Hank said that Jesse was a junkie murderer I think he really meant that and then she goes on to say that uh, while you know the the writers are trying to show that not everyone everyone in this is not all good and are all bad and when Hank's trying to catch Walt he isn't completely good in the sense that he seems to want to catch Walt uh, more so because of his ego and his anger due to the Walt that, uh, due to the fact that Walt played him. And I think this right. week we got to see that, uh, you know, coming through. Go ahead. Right. When he called Marie and yeah, said, absolutely. you know, I was, got him. It was clearly from our personal and selfish reasons. Uh, yeah. Timmy dipshit, yeah. if you'll remember. Yeah, exactly. Him. Then Gomi <laughs> picks up Gomi. on that too. Timmy dipshit yeah. is one of the funniest things. I think that's so awesome. Uh, here's another thing from Yaya Heifer. Uh, is, Walt says that Jesse looks up to him. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, he says that Walter loves that Jesse looks up to him. It's conditional love with Walter. The reason Walt 
killed Mike was because Jesse had found someone else to look up to to be a father figure. Walt poisoned the boy to get Jesse back. It's like Jesse cannot have anyone but Walter in his life. Walter gets jealous. That was his comment about that, or her comment. I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure. I'd agree is. with that. Absolutely. And we, and, but, and still, again, we go back to the fact that there's that father-son protection, and and even it, it's just this yin-yang thing with him because he hates what he's doing, wants to kill him, but still being protective of him. I just that's just such an odd, complex, layered, nuanced, screwed up, clearly, yeah, yeah dysfunctional, very. broken, abused, yeah, relationship. Uh, Kyle Foster wrote that, that Walt is that. putting a hit on Hank, not Jesse. Ooh, so close. So, so, so close. close, Kyle. All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> here's here's an interesting. What if Marie tries to kill Walt with the rice and but accidentally kills Skylar? It's just hey. interesting. I mean, you know, somebody um, mentioned that, you know, they'd like more analysis and less yeah, uh, exactly. prediction at this point. But the thing is, is we all know where we're headed. You know, yeah. Yeah. The, the end of the series is three episodes away. And so, and that's what the entire world is about. I mean, everybody's talking about what's going to happen next. And I love seeing what people are writing on the message yeah. boards and, and mm-hmm. the information that we're yeah. getting to see. Because they come up with things that I would never even think of. No. Great. Um, and often... I mean, look at this wait, behind you. Look at the cover. That's where we're headed. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The cover yeah, of Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. 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 All right. Tell yeah. me, you want to you get into news and gossip? Yeah, Let's I do. Let's get into news and running. gossip. Yeah. Yes, we are. We got to get around. After Buzz TV News. Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston are hosting a Breaking Bad finale watching show on September 29th here in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Tickets went on sale this week and sold out in two minutes. <laughs> no, no surprises Two there. minutes. Yeah. Um, big success for one of the biggest shows on TV, but if you're still interested in attending the finale, the stars are having a sweepstakes giving away VIP tickets to the finale. Chances to win are $10 an entry with proceeds benefiting the Kind Campaign. The Kind Campaign is an anti organization that brings awareness to the negative and lasting effects of girl against girl crime. Um, you can find that on Aaron Paul's Twitter feed. He's there talking about it a lot on there. Uh, Entertainment Weekly also has had an article about out this week highlighting all the actors' most difficult scenes. Oh. And at the top of their list were um, either the physically or emotionally most demanding episodes. Betsy Brandt recalls that her chest hurt. She was having chest pains wow. after the "Why don't you kill yourself?" scene with Brian wow. Cranston, Jeez, and she pains. needed a hug afterwards. It's oh, a great wow. article. Read it. Um, thanks to Twitter fan Vanilla Cupcake for giving us that, <laughs> and I did tweet out the um, link to that. Thank article. you, Cupcake. Um, Aaron Paul appeared on The Price Is Right in 2000. Oh, yeah. And the clip yeah, has come out this week, yeah. uh, found on YouTube, which was very interesting. And then our last little bit of news, um, a U.S. toy company called Citizen Brick set off a firestorm this week by releasing for sale its Bricking Bad Lego-like toy in yep. the theme of Breaking Bad. <laughs> the 500-piece set, which sells for around $200, has already sold out and features an RV, a meth lab, and wow. key figurines of the Breaking Bad characters. That looks so rad. So kitties can react, reenact their favorite scenes yeah. from the show. Look at that. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. We also have um, the characters of <laughs> Gus Fring and Mike That's there. Cool. I also tweeted out the link for this. It's pretty stinking funny. Um, you know, of course, people are going, oh, my God, that's horrible. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> Who's and- saying that? That's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're 
first not of all, the kids. Um, it's it's yeah. not available any longer. Yeah. Sold out immediately. So I'm, I'm dubious that yeah. it was ever even out there for real, but okay. I think it's hilarious. It will be now, probably. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's what I have for okay, news wow. with you guys. Great Check stuff. out those links. They're pretty darn funny and interesting. Okay. One thing, I just wanted to go real quick because yeah. we didn't talk about any of this. Well, we talked a little bit about the cinematography, but there's one shot, wide shot, when they're the first scene with the with Lydia and Todd when they're and he's yes. chatting with them they're shot way up high and they're mm-hmm. looking through outside the, the warehouse just, yeah looking through the panes of the window and everything and they have that grid in there mm-hmm. and I was going very very cool shot I don't know what it was you know if it was just for the coolness of it if they were trying to I don't know what they were trying to convey to be honest with it anybody have any feeling about that one it just, it just well, looked like a prison cell the one basically. thing that kind of struck me was the the last part of that scene I'm not yeah. sure if are you talking about the shot where they're outside no and, where they're okay. inside yeah. and they're, they're it's shot through the grid of all of these panes of window like they're in the office way up high and they're shooting through the window uh, down to them on the floor it's kind of like a prison cell yeah, that's and it, it could be that's foreshadowing to uh, yeah. Walter's fate but also it, it kind of uh, echoed a little bit the scene where Gomi and Hank meet out under the bridge mm-hmm. and you see all those again all this grid work all this uh, square lines and I don't know if that has to do with the cut and dry the black and white kind of thing to everything's we're coming to the end where they're less nuance and now we're going to the straight uh, you know like things are what they are I like that interpretation okay. a lot I think anyway. it, it I, I was going to say this uh, I really like uh, this episode was directed by Michelle McLaren yes. and uh, yeah. I like her in particular because I mean she's done Walking Dead yeah, as a producer done a she's done Game of Thrones and this as well and so to be on those yeah. three t- huge TV shows right. she has a wealth of knowledge to pull from yeah. each and can use certain tricks from one to the other, you know. Yeah. And so I, I think we're really seeing that. And shows a, a good range for her too. My right. God, all right. Uh, but that visual motif, yeah. you know, it's kind of. I think it represents kind of constriction. Yeah, you know, I we think only that's have also what it, yeah three episodes left. Everyone's kind of out of moves. Mm-hmm. Everyone's boxed in. They're desperate. Yeah, and even though we jumped in time and space, you can see it all starting to come together. Mm-hmm. So everything's going to hit that nexus point. All right, last words. Anybody. Uh, I think the fact that they're on a reservation is going to come into play. Predictions now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just talk right over it. Now, now your AfterBuzz TV <laughs> predictions. I think the fact that they're on a reservation <laughs> is going to come into play in the next two episodes. Uh, well, first of all, let me just ask. Do Hank and Gomi survive? No. No, you think they're dead? I think Tamara? Dead. I, think I don't think they can make it out. Maybe Gomi's in critical. I think Gomi dies. I think they don't kill Hank, but they use him. Uh, you know, he's wounded or whatever. But but Walt gets them not to kill him. So now he's like yeah, not a bartering chip or so. But now they have to deal with the fact that because I don't think Walt's going to allow that to happen. I think he's going to do something, and I think he'll keep Hank alive. But Gomi's dead for sure. But yeah. alive, but communicative, like able to defend himself, because that's a key in the Hank story. Uh, yeah, I, yes, I don't think he's, okay. he's not going to be unconscious or anything okay. like that. I think he's going to, because the, you know, he'll convince Uncle Jack not to kill him because of, for whatever reason, I don't know. Okay. Like um, but I think to your point, I think actually you may be on the money, because if you're going to kill Hank, you kill him at the end of an episode, yeah. you give him his proper death. Exactly. To kill him in the opening moments mm-hmm. of an episode is is kind of is kind of crap. It does, but it, they defy convention all the time. That's true. Episode. So I mean, it's you know, they'll make it work. However, I just don't yeah. think the I don't think Hank's going to die uh, in this episode. He may eventually. I just don't think it's going to be this this next episode. Fair enough. But go ahead. You were, you had another prediction. Yeah, uh, just uh, Walt's going to be a meth prisoner. Uh, mm-hmm. He's going to be a meth prisoner. He's going to somehow 
break out and uh, anger the, the Slavs to such a degree that they come to America and wage war. Oh, wow. Or, he, or he's fighting the Aryan <laughs> yeah. Brotherhood. You've yeah, got a massive machine gun. He's got a lot of Aryans. enemies. Yeah. I think it's the Aryans because uh, they're going to – he's not going to do what they want him to. He's going to – like you said, he's going to escape. Whatever he's going to do, they're going to – his family's going to be in jeopardy by the, because of the Aryans and that's who he's going to go at. The question is – because it's an M64. It's a huge machine gun. It right. requires three people to run it and that's if you know what you're doing. Do you think – that it's Walt, Jesse, and Hank at the end, a last well, stand where he intends to ricin them after. Well, that speaks to Mike August's uh, uh, predictions. Not predictions, but he's always talking about the the trio effect that they yeah. have going, and they've right. had this running theme. Right. And that, uh, if, if it really takes – I didn't know that about that gun. Thank you for bringing that in. But if it takes that three, then, yeah, that would confirm all his suspicions about having them lay in all this uh, trio stuff. Yeah. I just Kristen. don't think that Jack's listening to anyone anymore. I feel like, you know, right now Walt's in handcuffs, and I think, he, like you said, you know, he's probably going to be a prisoner of some sort, and I'm not sure what they're going to do, but, I mean, he, he ordered the hit on Jesse, and they can see Jesse's in the car, so... And speaking of Jesse, we've completely forgot to say that J- Jesse, of course, snuck out... Yes. ...and is not part of this and is completely alive. Right? For now. Yeah. For now. For now. Yes. Yeah. So... There it is. That's yeah. it. Did you have any predictions, John? Uh, I, I said them while we were doing yeah, it. Okay, Matt, okay. tell them where they can. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Low Winter Sun and Under the Dome After shows. And we have guests on both shows this week. So that's very exciting. Nice. Fantastic. Tamara. You can find me at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G on Twitter. And my website is TamaraCentral.com. I'm also doing the newsroom this week. Yeah. Nice. I'm Kristen Snyder. You can bang my blog, Cinematic Escape, or you can also follow me on Twitter, Cinematic Escape. Uh, you can find me on the newsroom this week. So. <laughs> and hopefully you'll find us here next week. So we'll Three talk to you episodes. next time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 